0: Well, this morning, um, the message that I have is, what season is it? What season is it? Well, we already sang Christmas carols, so we've kind of jumped into, almost jumped into the Christmas season, or uh, Tabby's still having Thanksgiving. <laughs> so, uh, and then, of course, we just came through <clears throat> Halloween, you know, and uh, the same, it seems like uh, Thanksgiving is like a speed bump between uh, Halloween and Christmas, you know, you can't sell thankfulness, you know? You, just, you know. you can only do so much thanking, and the rest of it's, you know, just, you know, go on to the next one. They have a big parade, and everybody gets to show off their talents, and and that's at M- Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, and, you know, it's all good. Thanksgiving's over. It was here and gone, you know, but you can't sell it, so you can't sell thankfulness. So um, we think about being thankful, and that's where we're going today, is being thankful, and how that part of our Christian faith and part of our belief is that we are to thank God in all situations and all circumstances to be thankful to God. Well, we'll see how that kind of fits together in our life and how that we look at life from a different perspective whenever we are thankful. Well, um, sometimes I think of thankfulness um, as generally whenever we have something to be thankful for. We, we sometimes are, sometimes we just want all the good stuff, and if it's not what we want, we're all bent out of shape, you know. <laughs> or we're not too thankful because of the difficulties that come. Well, I think sometimes of thankfulness as, you know, uh, the explorers that went to the North Pole and things, they would have supply stations along the way, some of them, that the, the later... Uh, um, travelers to the, to the North Pole, they would have supply stations along the way and whenever they would travel to a certain spot, that's where they would pick up their supplies and then they would have enough to go on to the next supply station. Well, what if uh, the difficulties that we encounter were actually supply stations? <laughs> you know, what if they were things that God had put in place, appointed uh, times that we are to face and to deal with in order for us to continue the rest of the journey. You see, we, we think that hardship is wrong and ease is correct. And we know that when we have ease, we generally don't go very far. But when we have hardship, we have to apply. We have to do something about it. Now, the challenge is in dealing with the hardship, we have to maintain an attitude. <laughs> And an attitude of being grateful is one that is uh, very much a part of our Christian society, of our Christian faith. Now, in, in a society where there is no God, and where God, you know, there's no accountability, so therefore, we are accountable only to ourselves, and whatever makes me feel good, look good, make me more than what I am, that's my God. So... To that that society, uh, thankfulness is rewarding ourselves. Rewarding ourselves because we can build bigger barns and more lavish barns. Because there's no one greater than who I am, so therefore let's bring it all in and let's hold on to it and just see how wealthy we can become. Now, there's nothing wrong with wealth. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just that we need to learn the value of who we are, not what we possess. And whenever what we possess possesses us, it's all wrong. We have to possess our possessions. So being thankful then is a way in which we take ownership of our life and ownership of our attitude and ownership of where we're going. You know, we're not Scrooges. Uh, A Scrooge society is, you know, no one's going to get one one penny of who I am and what I have to offer, you know, like the old, like the movie, you know, don't the poor, they have the poor places to go to to get money or to make a living. So we as believers then know where our wealth comes from. Our wealth comes from God. We also know that as believers, only what we've done for Christ is going to last. So we then have to look at our life and look at what's going on around us to see how God is involved in all of this. Now, there are things that are out of our control. People walk into and walk out of our lives. Well, if they walk out of your life, let them go. <laughs> Why? Because they're not part of your destiny. If they were part of your destiny, they'd still be there. So we have, we have a... a a life to live and we have a responsibility to live we have a, a destiny as it were to for, perform and, and i and i'm not saying that uh, we don't have choices no. sometimes whenever people think of god has a destiny for us it's, it's all laid out and all we got to do is get up each morning and whatever happens that way is god's destiny and if we're good or bad doesn't matter we have no say and that's not what i mean by destiny Destiny is that God has a purpose for our life, and as we seek God in the situations, we are finding that God has a purpose in the situation because the scripture is, um, in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Now, this verse says, "Thank, give thanks to God in the circumstance. Now, Often there is a scripture later that we'll look at. It says, Give thanks for. Now, for something is submitting to God's authority in our life, and we are going to uh, look at this thing that's going on as something that is for our benefit, but we're going to get there in a minute. Today, what we're looking at in this verse is we are giving thanks in the circumstances. So we have this circumstance. This is, say, it's a, a big circle here, um, an oval. You know, ball, circle, whatever. Big circle. So this is the event. Now, here we are in the event. So when I am in the, event, in the event, I am giving thanks to God while I am in this event. Hmm. What does it say? Every circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Let's jump ahead a little bit. This is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. You see there is a purpose going on around us and we have reached a point in our life where we have to do something with what's in front of us and where we are at in our life we are we are called upon to do something now whenever we're and again we we have rationalization we have you know let's look at the circumstances. let's put the good here and let's put the bad here let's see where it all works out and do, and that's all part of it but it but understanding it is I am in this place, and this is, not, this is not a surprise to God. Okay? You know, this is not a surprise to God that this is here, that this event, this, per, this thing has happened in my life. And, you know, I deal with this most of the time, not all the time, but most of the time, when people are confronted with terminal illness and their life expectancy is less than six months. And so here we are. What are we going to do with this? Well, number one, it's not a surprise to God. God knew that this was here, this was going to happen, and, and he is with you in it. So when I am in the circumstance, I am renouncing my, <laughs> this is where my self-dependency. Uh, this is bigger than me. This is bigger than what I can do on my own. So I'm renouncing. I am, I am <laughs> I'm giving up my selfish pursuits because there's not, that much time left to my life. But you see, whenever we think of terminal illness, or I think of terminal illness, that we think of physically not being here. Well, in our, in our life, we have a limited amount of time. You know, um, we're, we're in our um, 30, somewhere 36, 37 years we've been here. And, you know, at that, we came a long time ago when our kids were, <laughs> you know, now they're not even here. Yeah, They're grown, have kids of their own, and their kids are, ba- their kids are older than what my, my children were whenever we came. <clears throat> so uh, 37 years ago, never dreamt that we'd be here 37 years, but it, it has passed. And so what was a crisis 35 years ago or 30 years ago isn't a crisis now. And the way we dealt with things influences how we are where we are right now. Now, I know Cassie, uh, I was remembering Cassie as uh, being in our home, and, and I've used this story every Christmas, but uh, she was little, a little girl, maybe three, four, whatever, and uh, she had our John Deere tractor and the manure spreader and baby Jesus in the manure spreader, driving them around the floor, you know? <laughs> she took them off the nativity scene and put them in the manure spreader. She's giving them a ride, you know, taking baby Jesus for a ride, so... Uh, that was a while ago, right, Cassie? Yeah. <laughs> so we are giving thanks in all things. So God has a timing and God has a place. God has a place for us. God knew when you would be born. You know, I, I go back to the scripture, while we were yet in our mother's womb, God knew us and formed us. God had a purpose, he had a plan for us, and that he put in us everything that we would need, as it were, for our lifetime. And then as we come into those obstacles, into those places, what God, is, what God has put in there, placed in there, finds its way out through our attitude, through our thinking, through our personalities, through how, how we've been brought up, and through our faith. And all these things come out to meet this event. And now I am in the middle of this event. Okay? In the middle of this event, I'm to give thanks. (laughs) I'm to give thanks for being in it. Well, you know, um, sometimes we don't like where we're at, that doesn't matter. We're not looking at whether we feel good or look good, you know, be more than what I am. What we're doing is being in that event, event, and we're giving thanks for it. And so what it's going to do, it's going to stretch how we look at this event. Because being thankful, (laughs) thankful people are positive people. Thankful people are purposeful people. We're looking for a divine purpose In this event, now we can't figure out a divine reason, but we do know that God has given us the ability to find purpose. And God's purpose is to serve him. So in this event, in this circumstance, I am giving thanks. And I can't be a a thankful, depressed person. (laughs) I'm thankfully depressed. (laughs) That doesn't work, you know, it just doesn't go together. But I am thankfully positive that this is going to be good. Now we're not trusting in fate. And we're not trusting in uh, the government or in, in uh, our neighbors or our families. and you know, they're all good things to trust in. But our trust is in God. And so God is going to make good in this situation. So therefore, I am to be thankful because I am looking for God in the middle of this mess. <laughs> I'm looking for God. Why? Because I'm thankful. In everything, give thanks. This is the will of God. Well, you know. Our first thing is, this can't be God's will. Well, God does not originate everything, but he gives us the ability to go through everything. Now, we don't want to just go through it. <laughs> we want to grow through it. See, getting to the other end, or the other side of the circumstance, is, 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 is an object is an objective but what have I learned about me? What have I learned about my life? What have I learned about the circumstance? So I'm allowing God to speak his word to my heart that while I am in the midst of this situation, I'm allowing God to speak to me. And when God speaks to me as in his promises, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength, okay? So I'm here to find strength. God will deliver us from the situation, just like he delivered the children of Israel from Egypt. So the things that happened are examples for us so that we can grow through them and make that application to our life. So here I am in the midst of this. I am inside of it. And I am a thankful person. Hmm. In everything, good things. I'm a thankful person. Now, do I do this all the time? No. (laughs) Do as I say, not as I do, you know? What this is, is a growing principle. If we all had this down pat, if we all had these things in place, we would be, I don't know where we'd be at. We'd be seemingly much much better off than who we are as a person. But anyhow, everyone goes through trials. Everyone has difficulties. Everyone has people who turn against them. Everyone has somebody that doesn't like them. Amen. <laughs> I have somebody don't like well, who is it, Pastor? Well, let me give you a list. <laughs> yeah? You know? Everybody has all these. There's no temptation but such as common demand. Common to man or woman. All right. So there's no temptation, there's no difficulty that comes to us that doesn't happen to everyone. It's just that, you know, the last person I would want to be is a politician because half the people don't like you. <laughs> you know? You got in by a margin, but the other margin don't like you. And then even the people who put you in the office don't like you because you didn't do what they wanted you. You, know, you owe them. So what is the perfect position? What is the perfect place? There isn't one. There is not a perfect place. And if we were in the perfect place, you need to leave because it wouldn't be perfect. <laughs> you know so we have these difficulties that we're facing we have these problems that we're facing but inside of us inside of our faith Jesus Christ is in my heart and in my life i've given my life to Christ Christ has forgiven me of my sins so the first thing is to go, to do is to make sure all of our past is forgiven we don't carry the past into the problem cuz most of the time whenever we're really discouraged and upset about the problem we're we're likening the problem to something else that happened and we failed at that and here we are we're going to fail again and you know no it's not a failure it is an opportunity to redo (laughs) this is a redo you know do i get a redo on this you know can i redo this again and don't worry god will bring you back around to the same problem And he gave us the same opportunity, just different places and whatever. And you still have to come up with the right attitude, the right perspective to pass what needs to be done in our heart in order to continue. You see, giving thanks to God in everything, what we are doing is trusting God, and we're trusting God's timing. This is exactly what I need for this point in my life in order to become what God wants me to be in the future. I'm really reaching, huh? (laughs) You're really stretching it there, you know? Well, Jesus in the garden, Father, if it's possible, let this cup pass from me. God, there's got to be another way, but if there isn't, then, you know, give me the strength to go through this. So all of us, are in those places where we don't want to go through with what's in front of us and what circumstance we're in but if God has brought us to it he can take us through it (laughs) if God has brought us to it he can grow us through it so we have an opportunity now by giving thanks we are looking to God who is the author and the finisher of our faith we're looking to God and we're thanking him for what he's going to bring into our life, so that we can deal with this you know our way of thanking God, get rid of this, and then I'll be thankful. <laughs> and I'm not telling you thanks until you get rid of this. <laughs> and it doesn't work that way. So you look at the situations in the Bible where, you know, Moses, you know, he's born at a time in which Pharaoh has decided to kill all the male, male children. And the Moses' mother says, I'm not killing this child, there's something special about him. And it's so special that when he got too big, he put him in this little ark basket and put him in the Nile River and floated him downstream. (laughs) And you talk about um, a crazy woman. You see, you think the Nile was one of the greatest gods of the Egyptians. And Moses was put in the fate of the Nile River God. Now, if that Nile River God knew what was happening, the crocodiles would have got, <laughs> got Moses. But you see, when God puts you in his circumstances, he will protect you. He will protect us in that circumstance. Even if it's in the mouth, <laughs> in, the, in, the, in the, the Nile River, God is going to fulfill his will and have the right events, the princess of of Pharaoh, uh, of Egypt, came out and liked the baby and took him and raised him as his own. And you see, there, were, there was this circumstance that said, he's dead. <laughs> he's not going to make it. But you see, God had a purpose. And whenever we're being thankful, we're looking for God's purpose. Now, we, we don't know what, what the outcome of, of things are. If we knew that, we'd all play the lottery, you know? <laughs> we'd all be winners. We'd all have billions of bucks, you know? But guess what? We are rich in houses and land. Our Father is, and he takes care of us. And what he, he, he as we plant the seed of our faith, he makes it, causes it to grow, and we reap a harvest. So God instantly turned things around. You know, we look for the things that God is doing in the circumstances. We are in them and God is doing something in them. So we are trusting God. He has his best in store for us. So thankful people are positive people. We're looking for the good. We're looking for the good, all right? He wants to take us further than we are right now. So how do we get ourselves motivated to move? Uh, God kicks us in the seat of the pants and says, get moving. <laughs> no, we generally face difficulties that cause us to do things and to go, to move forward. And, but if we're, if we're stubborn, we don't want to go forward. You know, Rachel and uh, Jackson and Rich, they, they, they got a new dog. It's a pug, a you know, little thing, a little thing. But when he doesn't want to go anywhere, he just sits down. <laughs> you can take him for a walk, and if you don't want to go anywhere, he sits down. And you can drag him the whole way, but he won't walk. (laughs) He's not going. You pick me up or I'm not going. You know, he just sits down. And I think sometimes we just sit down. We're just stubborn and we sit down and God says, come on. You see, God doesn't drag us, he leads us. And if he has led us where we're at, he's going to see us through it. So thankful people grow through the circumstances. So we resist discouragement. We resist being discouraged because we are thankful. Thankful people don't get discouraged. And being thankful to God is trusting him. And uh, we see how that trusting God is, <laughs> is more than just saying thank you. It's putting ourselves in a position where we are watching God watch over us. All right. Daniel, uh, the, the, uh, the king had made a decree that says, you know, nobody bows down to, and he makes a prayer a petition, or any be to any other god, but to me, King King uh, Darius. Is it Darius. Well, anyhow, um, Daniel saw the decree. What did he do? Dan that night, the answer to the mystery. Oh, excuse me. This was that's the other. Scripture, I was talking about Daniel, it's later on in Daniel. But Daniel 2 is that the king had a vision and he didn't know what the answer to the vision was. And so Daniel then answers the vision and this is what he says. Blessed be the name of God forever and ever. He knows all and does all. He changes the season and guides the history. He raises up kings and also brings them down. He provides both intelligence and discernment. He opens up the depths and tells secrets, sees in the dark, light spills out of him. God of all, of all my ancestors, all thanks, all praise, you made me wise and strong. And now you've shown us what we ask for. You've solved the king's mystery. If you read that, you see that whenever we are being thankful and seeking God, we're looking to God who knows all and does all. He changes the seasons. He raises one up and sets down another. So God is the one who is opening up our insight. So whenever we are being thankful in the situation, we're looking for what God's purpose is in this. And so God opens up our insight. God gives us an understanding that doesn't come from a natural um, wisdom. You know, the old um, German proverb, too soon old, too late smart. (laughs) You know, we we don't live long enough to have all the experiences, so we learn from other people. So in other words, no matter what is going on, we find something to be thankful for and don't just focus on what's wrong, focus on what God will do. What is his promise that he has spoken to us? Uh, Matthew when we said that, Father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. So I may be struggling. <laughs> I may be struggling where I'm at with maybe family, friends, work, whatever. I may be struggling, but yet I am thankful. You see, that's the opposite of what would be in our society. We, we are people of the word. We are people of prayer. We're people of purpose. And thankful people are purpose-driven people. We have a purpose in our life. Nothing happens without a purpose. You know, and we again, <laughs> there are some things in life that are just beyond our ability to understand. And I don't profess to know them. I don't profess to know God's purpose but I, in every situation. And, but in everything, God is with me. I am safe in my Father's hands. Nothing can ever separate me from Him. Ephesians three uh, five twenty says, uh, five nineteen says, speak to one another with psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing and making music in your heart. Sounds pretty good. <laughs> sing, make melody, sing songs. If I were singing on the radio, you would turn me off. <laughs> I don't sing well. But um, verse twenty says, always giving thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Submit to one another. And I was reading that, and whenever we're looking for something, we are submitting to someone. We're giving thanks for this situation, and it is totally unwanted, unwarranted, whatever. And so what I'm doing is, God, I... Don't understand this, but I submit to your will and to your purpose. The, the, uh, when Job, <laughs> um, it's, I know we, we often talk about Job and uh, his difficulties that he faced. Now, Job lost his wealth. Everything he was, you know, he, he was the richest man in the world at that time, And everything that he owned was destroyed. His ten children are killed. And he is left with nothing. But, and people, you know, Job's wife has often been criticized for, why don't you just curse God and die? Well, if you've lost ten children, you would have the same attitude. (laughs) So Job was faced with total, just total loss. And verse 22 of Job 1 says, Through all this, Job did not sin, nor did he blame God. He said, Blessed be the name of our Lord. So Job had taken this practice of being thankful to God to a level that was basically unheard of. Because in that time period, if bad things happened to you, that meant God didn't like you. And the only thing Job had to go on was his understanding of, of God. There were no written records. There was no New Testament, Old Testament. There was just Job in this relationship that he had with God in his own heart. And he couldn't understand why all these things happened, but he, could, he couldn't see that God isn't punishing me. He saw that God wasn't punishing him and that God was still with him. And he wouldn't curse God and he wouldn't blame God but he said, bless God. Hmm. Then he physically became, you know, ill with the disabilities and the boils and all that. And he still wouldn't curse God. You see, I don't, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if any of us will ever reach or go through the, the things that happened to Job. But the challenge is for us in, what we, in this circumstance we find ourselves in, number one, God has a purpose. Now, what is the purpose? Don't know. <laughs> when, when um, Abraham took his son Isaac to the mountain to sacrifice him, you know, God has a purpose. Why? I don't know. But He would know, to maybe fifteen hundred years later, when Jesus Christ, when God gave His Son, it was a type of Abraham. And so, Abraham, I don't know, but I'm going to obey. So here we are. We don't know why this is happening, but we know that God is with us, and God has a purpose. In everything, give thanks. (laughs) This is the will. So here I am, God. This is my circumstance. This is what I'm facing. In this, I give you thanks. For this, I give you thanks. I submit to your authority over my life. I'm not going to lay down and die because of this. I, I must go through this. I must deal with this in a way that is healing for me and growth for me. Father, if there's another way, let this, this go away from me. But if not, okay, here I am. Now I am in the middle of it. In this, I give thanks. I give thanks to you because I need to see you. I need to hear your word. I need to understand that you haven't left me. And here I am, Lord, in this, I give thanks to you. And God, you will grow me through this. This will be to your honor and to your glory. So God, I give you thanks. And you know what? God will take you through it. And it will be something that you have experienced that God hasn't failed you. God has never failed us. We have been in places we don't understand and come through things we don't understand and through what people did and didn't do and all those types of things. But God, I forgive them because you forgave me. I let them go. They are out of my life. Now, Lord, the future is in front of me and this is where I need to go. So God, I thank you that I have a future. I thank you that I have a purpose. I thank you that there is power in my life. Through through Jesus Christ, who died for my sins, who rose from the dead, and his Holy Spirit is in my heart and my life and surrounding me. And so therefore, it's the the season of thanksgiving. And the season of thanksgiving never goes away. Amen? Shall I push the button and jump up? (laughs) You're thankful. (laughs) That God brings it into a sermon, but uh, we're thankful that God has a purpose in our life. Amen. And that in the circumstance, for the circumstance, God receives all the glory. Amen? Let's stand. <laughs> so, do we believe? <laughs> do we receive? <laughs> God, make this real to my life. And whatever it is, you know, everyone faces something different. Every one of us face something different. But you know what? It's still very similar. I have to deal with whatever it is that I have to deal with. And it may be the biggest hurt. It may be the most betrayed. It could be Just work. <laughs> just work. <laughs> It could be people we work with. It could be our neighbors. It could even be just ourselves and how we approach life. But God has a purpose. It's not a surprise that you're here in this place and that you're here today because God is with us. He directs our steps. And here we are in this. God, I give you thanks. It is beyond my abilities to do. It is beyond my abilities to change it. So, Lord, let me change my attitude to one of loving and forgiving. Let me change my perspective that you have a plan and you have a future. And God, we are recipients of your love and forgiveness. You will heal the broken heart. You will mend us together. And, Lord, you will take us forward. Forward, Lord, in your purpose for our life. In Jesus' name we pray. Everybody said? Amen. God bless you. Remember to give thanks.